you like retro video games, then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other fine patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Derek Shirley, Kathy Gutierrez-Figueroa, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's do it. There it is. can mean only one thing. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. My name is Jacob Craig. I am more yoked than your deli's local muffalata. Muffaladas have eggs in them, right? No, Do they muffaladas don't. have eggs in them? No. What, what's, what's a muffalata? It's got like salami, pastrami, uh, ham, uh, I thought it was eggs. Cheese. No, and it's got uh, olive mix on it olive mix i thought it was like eggs thing in the bread anyways what the uh, fuck the, are you talking about <laughs> the meme is eggs so anyways <laughs> our guest tonight is a very fine gentleman he is uh he's actually headlining a show coming up in august he's making a name for himself on the rhode island comedy scene so i'm pretty yoked to talk to him because I know nothing about the Rhode Island comedy scene. I, I bet he doesn't know anything about the Mississippi comedy scene. They might be similar. They might not. But it could only be Benjamin Pollum here on the show. How are you doing today, man? Hey, not bad, brother. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Do you know what a muffalata is? Am I wrong? <laughs> I have no idea what a muffalata is. That's just what I call my uh, fucking mother-in-law. <laughs> I don't really yeah, understand. Yeah. That lady's a real muffalata. Yeah, I have no idea. Is that a Mississippi thing or is that? What is that? Yeah, I think it's I think that's like a Jewish thing, isn't it? No, it's like a dude, Jewish sandwich. It's a, a New Orleans. It's a New Orleans New sandwich. Orleans. All right. French. Yeah. No, yeah it's it not sense. French. It's it's ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's ghetto, you would expect Basically, it to have it's, eggs. it's like, you know, the the whole thing why they call them po boys, right? Is because back in like the thirties, they would just take whatever uh you know, leftover shit they had and they would throw it on on French bread and sell them for really cheap to to po people, and they that's would, not a thing. That's See, why they I'm call not it really po up boys. on the Cajun language, so uh, muffalata <laughs> is is beyond me. So muffalata okay. is basically just a giant ass sandwich. It's like the size of your head, but it's oh, jacked okay. full of like pastrami and salami, uh, ham, turkey, I think, uh, cheese, and um, an, like an olive mix on it. Oh, yeah, sweet. so it's a, like a just a massive Italian. Yeah, basically, it's pretty much what it is. Yeah, that's it awesome. Was, it was from Italy, actually. I put up the Wikipedia page for muffaladas. Um, <laughs> oh, I definitely did. It has yeast in it, by the way. Yeast. You, forgot well, about you have yeast. to have yeast oh, in the yeah. bread. Yeah, um, layers of mortadella. What is that? Is that a cheese or an egg? An is egg? that an egg? I think mortadella is a cheese. That's a sausage. It's a sausage. Oh. Olive salad. What's in the olive salad? Let's see. Olives. If there's eggs in this, I'm going to lose my <laughs> fucking mind. Peppers, onion, capers. It's a caper, boys and girls. Oh, shit. Um, capers Swiss are gross cheese. by themselves. They're good in the olive mix. You ever had capers by themselves? Yeah, I eat handfuls of yeah. them. Oh, they're gross. Yeah. How do you eat those things? <laughs> no, no. It's like little boogers. <laughs> I, I fuck with capers. Yeah. No. I, I like capes. Yeah, like capes. Yeah. Tell us about the sandwiches in your area, Benjamin. The sandwiches in my oh god, yeah, this is gonna be an exhilarating conversation. <laughs> I live in fucking Rhode Island, guys. The biggest thing here is seafood. So like, I do like lobster rolls and shit, I guess. But I don't even eat that. I don't eat it. So you know what I mean? I, <laughs> it's all the same shit. It's just lobster uh, rolls, eggs in it or no? Sorry, eggs and lobster rolls or no? I don't know. I don't eat them. I don't eat lobster. Yeah, I don't like lobster. Don't like eggs. I don't know, man. I'm a weird eater. There's like three <laughs> foods I don't really touch. It's like eggs, cheese, and shellfish. And so you you wouldn't like a muffalata though. I try. I try all the time, and it just never works. 
I keep every year. And every girl I talk to is sitting there like, you don't like cheese? Like, no, I don't fucking like it. I'll try it. Keep trying to eat it. But it is what it is. The, uh, no, I, don't, I, I can't say Rhode Island is necessarily known for its sandwich game, though. What is you it know? really known for? I mean, other than seafood, Sod, does it have like a... Grass. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like our biggest fucking export. We sell sod. So if you want a nice front lawn, call Rhode Island. We'll oh. send you some grass. All right. Growth pretty good here, apparently. I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, no, Family guy like... takes place there. Yeah. You guys have we're... family guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, there's like the... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of tourism in Rhode Island. A lot of people, you know, on the East Coast here, live here, come here, buy houses here. Uh, I'm a carpenter in my real life. And uh, so I build, you know, we work on a lot of high-end properties like that. So it's it really is a lot of people coming in. It's just tourism. So you can, you know, you're going to see uh, during the summertime, you know, any any of those random shacks on the shore have better food than some of the nicer restaurants around here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's just local people who actually cook it right. Yeah. And they make it well. And uh, I spend a lot of my time in the water as, in general. So that's usually where I'm going because that's all I can afford. But it's uh, some of the best food, uh, especially when we have our food truck events and shit. Like every, I mean, you'd be blown away at such a small state how many different types of uh, like uh, cultural cuisine, I guess, comes in here. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty insane. Uh, I've fallen in, recently. I've fallen in love with like Pakistan food. Oh yeah, it's unreal. It's so good, and you get it's. It reminds me of what like Chinese food restaurants were back in you know back in the nineties when you pay eight bucks and you get so you get enough food that you're eating for the week. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what makes it. You know, the bad but ones I, are still like that. Low, I like those low end style eateries, mm-hmm. uh, but in general, you know, Rhode Island's the ocean state, man. We have views that you know just make you want to live here that's why everybody wants to come here Hmm. so does that tourism kind of help with like the comedy scene up there right now during the summer it's awesome because of the tourism Uh, especially if you you know uh in the off season when things are a little less busy you can communicate a little bit better with some of the uh you know just like the local bar owners and stuff because in general, doing comedy in in a bar scene kind of sucks. But yeah. we have so many beach bars and you know, like establishments that they want to support comedy, and so it, it's easier to talk to them during the winter. You get a name for yourself, and then summertime rolls around, and they're just like they're looking for shit to uh, fill their slots. You know. So, do you guys have dedicated comedy clubs, or is it just kind of like oh, uh, yeah. just regular clubs? Well, uh, our comedy clubs in general are more in the northern end toward the city, toward Providence. Uh, we have Comedy Connection up there, which is a great club. I love that club. Um, we have uh, Askew Providence, which is, you know, I should I spoke too soon. Askew might be my favorite spot because it's a basement, shitty-ass dive <laughs> bar type of situation, and everybody's right in your face. And there's not really a stage, but you still are above everyone. I don't know. It's it's a, I love that spot. Uh, and then John Parada, who's out here, shout out John Parada, uh, books me constantly at his shows. And he just recently opened up a club in uh, Cranston. Uh, shit, I'm blanking on the name right now. Sorry, John. Uh, but Pub on the Park is you know his bar, his showroom. Uh, he. He is the leader in Rhode Island, I would say, as far as who books local comics, gets local people on the scene. He gives the uh, he gives you know gives the newer guys a chance. Yeah. Do you get any bigger uh, names through there, up. or is it just all right. kind of local uh, headliners right. and stuff like that? I'm sorry. Uh, do you, is it all just like local headliners, or do you get guys have, get like big names through there? Oh no, no, John just yeah, John just did a show with uh, Jim Brewer. Oh, cool. Uh, we, oh, yeah. We have people. I mean, Comedy Connection, you know, I just, uh, uh, Rich Voss just show, was here a couple weeks ago. Uh, I love going and see Big Jay Okerson when he comes down here. Uh, Luis Gomez, another favorite of mine. Dave Smith comes down here constantly. 
Uh, I mean, if you're, if, you know, the New York scene goes to Rhode Island, they try to avoid Connecticut. So they always kind of pass through us before they do their big show in like Boston. Yeah. I was going to ask about how far are you from the bigger cities like Boston and New York? I mean, for me, I'm not far. I'm about an hour and a half. So I'll go up there. I go up there and do shows. I've gone and done the Boston Comedy Connection. Uh, there's a lot How of. How is I mean, the Boston uh, comedy scene these days? Because it used to be huge, and I haven't really heard much about Boston. I mean, recently. it's still, it's busy. I mean, Rhode Island is for uh, when I was starting out in comedy. Rhode Island did not seem like a small comedy scene, and then I went out to places. You know, I went up to Boston, went to New York, I drove to Vermont, went to Philly, uh, Nashville, and the scene is huge. Boston, one of the main ones. Like if you're if you're a good comedian, you got to try. You know, you got to do what you can do in Boston. Yeah, the, those crowds, those comics, they're they're hard nosed. They're ready to go, and <laughs> yeah. uh, they're not. We don't need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, for someone like me, I need that. You know, I need someone to be like, "You suck." Like, perfect. <laughs> I need that because then I'm going to come back. You know, a week later. Uh, just a little bit better. I don't. Sounds I don't like really what happened better. to me last uh, night. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it says sounds like what happened to me last night. I had like one of the worst sets of my life last night, and no shit will happen. Oh, just uh, you just bad at comedy. Yeah, all. that's pretty much it. I just suck. <laughs> yeah, we all do. And, you know, until you're one of the big ones, it's better to be like, yeah, I suck. It was just, it was a comedy competition, and, and it was it was a Monday night, it was raining, there wasn't a whole lot of people there, and it was just really hard to get people's attention, because a lot of people were there actually for karaoke, but it, oh. the karaoke was not happening, so they were it's just like, really oh, I guess, I guess we'll just stay for the comedy show, and then, you know, you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing that, you know, I'm one of those guys that I don't say no to anything. So when uh, people ask me if I want to do a spot or do a set, I just say, yeah. And I don't know the place until I get there. Mm. And I realize it's a fucking pool bar or something like that. And nobody gives a fuck about yeah. comedians <laughs> that are up there. And uh, it, it, it sucks when I leave there. Even if I do good, I'm always like, ah, man, what the fuck? But I just, I like being on stage and I like talking and what I noticed at those shows, it challenges me a lot because I've noticed, uh, you know, the comics will go up and there's not really a lot of people paying attention. And I don't know if it's my imagination or I'm a narcissist, but sometimes I'm up there and I feel like I just drew people to the stage for a minute. And if I can make people who aren't paying attention laugh, I mean, if they're paying attention, it's going to kill that day. Yeah. So, right. Know, then I know, you know, it's it's a better workout session than an open mic, I find. You know, the shitty bars that don't expect it. Yeah. Especially the places that don't even tell people that you're doing comedy that day. Yeah, it was yeah, just one of those it, tough situations awful. where, like, you know, you get a chuckle or you can hear a couple of laughs throughout the room. But it's like, it's mostly just like people talking at the bar and just like, you know, drunk people trying to like, you know, heckling over in the corner, and you're just like, "Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing I've been, this?" I've recently been challenging those people. I'm like, "Go ahead, heckle me. Let it come." Yeah, but the so problem with me is I am hearing impaired, so I can't hear what people are saying from the stage. So all I hear is, wah, wah, wah. "I hear Charlie Brown's teacher." When people try to talk, like heckle me, all I hear is, "Brian." I'm just like, eh, I, "Okay, whatever." You can pretend. You can pretend it's laughter. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it better. At least you don't hear, like, the, the shitty thing. You know, the stuff people say to me is so fucking mean sometimes, but it's, sometimes it's so funny. <laughs> and uh, recently somebody told me I look like his reflection in a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, and I, I stole it, and I've been using it in my act, and it kills, and it hurts my feelings every time <laughs> because I know it's true. But my girlfriend fucking loves it, and she gets mad if I don't tell that joke. That's it's such a weird, out-of-left-field burn that it's like, it you can't help I, but it's have it stick with you. You're just like, what? Dude, what kind of drunk person is that witty? <laughs> right? And, you know, an observational? 
you know, <laughs> notices that, and that's what he thinks about. Like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> that's God. so specific. Yeah. He was getting, I had nothing. I was like, yep, you're fucking you're right. <laughs> that's that's going to haunt me for the next 10 years. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to hurt for a long time, but it gets a laugh. And if I, honestly, I love when people are laughing at me, too. That's a, you know, that's a big, that's kind of what got me into it. I never was making people laugh with the shit that I would say. It was just, they were mostly laughing at me because I'm a big fucking idiot. Uh, you know? <laughs> I, just learned I, get the word, that, I just learned the word hamster doesn't have a P in it. <laughs> I'm not, that's not a joke. Giving you guys a bit. That's just something I learned, dude. I just learned that muffaladas don't have eggs in them. Like we're we're kind of. Oh yeah, no, totally the same thing, bro. Totally, yeah. Muffaladas don't have eggs in them. I can't wait for that trivia night. So, what are the ingredients of a muffalata? I got it. (laughs) Right, yeast. Yes, definitely yeast. No eggs. Yeah. No eggs. You're going to win Jeopardy with that question is what's going to happen. That's going to be the final Jeopardy question. Like, what are the ingredients of a muffalata? Yeah, see, I I cop to being a big fucking idiot, but I've also taken the Jeopardy test like three times. So I don't I don't know. Do you guys do this for like on different days? You're like, I'm a genius and everyone else fucking sucks and no one can get their shit together. And on other days, you're like, I'm the dumbest person on this fucking planet. Right Dude, now. I do that like 12 times a day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be different. I can do that in the same day. That's how I wake up. <laughs> right. I just wake up. I go, I am the best. And then throughout the day, I'm just reminded that I am just a retard. Walking, right. Doing stupid shit. Fucking walking yeah. into doors. Oh, it's like, I'll take the fucking Jeopardy test. But like last night, I accidentally put Boudreaux's butt paste on my daughter's toothbrush and gave it to her. <laughs> Cause I, it was, it was just in a fucking red tube, and it was on the counter, and I'm like, this is probably fucking please, what it is. Please tell me I she mean, didn't brush her teeth with that stuff. No, she looked, she looked at me like I was the dumbest fucking person on this planet. Because I was at the time. She How like put it. She's two years old. Oh. She, she touched it to her mouth and then took it away and looked at me like, I don't even know, dude. Like. Like I was, like I was that fucking guy from Of Mice and Men. What was yeah. that character's name? Larry Sully. or whatever. Yeah, Sully. the the big fucking, you know, that one. And rabbits. I mean, to be fair, I have put hand soap on my my toothpaste toothbrush before. Just well, that's out, different, dude. Just like, just like, like you ever do that? Just like for some, like your brain just like uh, it just short circuits for a minute when you're doing something. And, and you're just like, why the fuck did I just do that? I was like, I'll I'll brush my teeth twice, like in a row, because like, <laughs> and I'll, I'll brush my teeth and I'll put my toothbrush up and I'll fucking brush my teeth again. And as soon as the toothbrush hits my tooth, I'm like, wait, I just fucking did this. <laughs> I never you know, did it right me? the first time. Maybe I got to get in that habit. Right. Well, do you ever have like something in each of your hands and like your brain, like you go to th- like, like say you have like your phone in one hand and like, you know, you have a drink a or something yeah. and like you go to throw the drink away, but like you just throw your phone in the garbage. You're like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, how stupid am I? Uh, it's worse when you're trying to wipe your ass. <laughs> you got your toilet paper in one hand, your phone in the other. Next thing you know, I know, dude. Your new iPhone. Oh, fucking dude, I almost did hand. that the other day at work. Like at work, we have this nasty, uh, buck like just five gallon bucket outside that I throw cigarette butts in when I go smoke. <laughs> and uh, it's been it's been rainy lately, so there's just like this, you know, like stagnant five inches of just like gross, just shit water at the bottom of this oh, yeah. bucket. And I was smoking, and I had my phone in my hand, and I, instead of like going to throw the butt into the the bucket i almost i caught myself the last second almost threw my phone in that nasty swamp water and i was like what am i doing right now yeah dude sometimes i get so mad i want to go and just punch a wall and then it turns out like i just hit my girlfriend right in the nose (laughs) (laughs) oh crap i'm an idiot i did it again right 
Yeah, I, I do that so with your baby, girlfriend I too. I meant the sheetrock this time. I promise you. <laughs> this, is too, this is three too many times. Sorry. I mean, once, twice, but you know, ten times is is just too many. Well, at some point, you got to draw the line, yeah. and that's fair. Right. You know, I can't. I'm not going to blame her for that. It's, you just got to ask her where the line's at. You know, where does she draw the line at? Exactly. She'll always define it for me. She's one of the. <laughs> Yeah, like 10 is time. good if you do 11 that's where we're done 11th yeah. time i'm done. so afraid she's gonna leave me after the 11th time so now i try <laughs> to make sure i'm on point if you know if i'm getting mad i make sure i don't you know have a wall and my girlfriend you know in the same hand and that way i know which one i can hit or not <laughs> yeah. but you know it is what it is <laughs> We do, not, we do not condone violence here on open micers, except for me. No, don't condone it. Don't condone it. <laughs> except I'm, for I'm, me I'm, having to uh, shoot Jacob with a, a paintball gun. Other than that, you know. When, yeah. If she hears this, she's going to be so mad. She's going to headbutt me. So to all the listeners, believe me, I'm the one getting whacked. It's not her. Well, maybe she'll mix you up with a wall and yeah. she'll fucking <laughs> the wall. It uh jason earlier when you said that you had a five gallon bucket at work i thought that you were gonna be like we have a this nasty five gallon bucket at work to shit in <laughs> no and i we're... and i was like do you work at amazon like what's going on no, here? Uh, we have an actual oh, bathroom i don't shit in a bucket at work <laughs> oh okay this breaches uh a good subject that we uh this is kind of uh, a recurring segment on our here show. we go i don't know sorry if, wally if, if you've listened or not um tune out now if you know what this segment is um shitting yourself normal or not where do you find thank you fucking thank you dude accidents just happen sometimes and that's what i think and jason thinks even if you're sick even if you're just having a bad day it's not okay to shit yourself no yeah we're men on the go you know, we're busy. Exactly. Exactly. We, don't, we don't have time to just be stopping and shitting in toilets. Fucking. <laughs> dude, that's gay. Yo. You ever oh. shit in a toilet? That's fucking gay. Gay AF, bro. I got you on you remi- it. It reminds me of that Be A Man TikToks. You ever seen those? The, the <laughs> dude, guy from I Boston? Love that like, guy. <laughs> shit your pants. Be a man. Just shit your pants. Is that be a man. Glass? I don't know Was who that? that is. It looks like him. No, it's not. It's not Todd Glass. It's um, he's he has his like whole brand. Like he yeah. does like live shows and shit now. Like be a man live shows. It's yeah, a, he's very, he's very he, funny, but he remind he reminds me of some or he looks like something. Yeah, he looks really black. familiar, but I can't pick. I can't find. I know. Yeah. I don't know who he is, but yeah, you've never seen it. Just go to TikTok and look up uh, Boston be a man. That's the name of the the yeah. TikTok site. Yeah, I, oh, I think he. Bad. He looks just vaguely like everyone's convict uncle, is what it is. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he, he, yeah. he kind of looks like just like a human melanoma, just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, he, he uh, envelops the Northeast man well. He's right there. Yeah, he could either be, like, he could pass for, like, Italian or, like, you know, like, uh, or uh, Croatian, or, like any kind of like, you know, Middle Eastern type of Greek, ethnicity. Like, oh, he definitely has strong political opinions, and he's going <laughs> to spew them out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> For sure, dude. He's going to ruin. He's going to ruin every holiday with a political opinion. It's just that's what he is. He's a lobster in disguise. Like he, he's just a fucking lobster. Yeah, you, you think? Well, you think he's a lobster. You take one bite, and you find there's a caper. Like oh, fuck. oh fucking boogers and shit. All man. that. The uh, dude. If we're uh, the funny thing about shitting yourself is that it's like, uh, like the older you get, the more you're willing to admit it. Right. You know Except I mean? Jason. Like, if you were in eighth grade and it happened, oh, you're hiding. You're going right. to hide all day long. You'll put yourself in a locker and just wait till everybody's gone. <laughs> uh, nowadays, it's like, yeah, absolutely. I've definitely seen the bathroom door and my body went, oh, it's time. And I was like, no, we're not there yet. But we just see it. And I was like, nope, we're done. I'm like, fuck. Now I got to hide in an aisle at Home Depot. <laughs> right. Into a well, here's the thing. If I did, if, if I was like Jacob and shit my pants at least once every two to three weeks, 
I would admit it. I'd be like, yeah, I, I shit my pants occasionally, but I cannot tell you the last time I actively shit my pants and was <laughs> like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's a problem with you, I think, because every man knows the last time they shit their pants. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could definitely... Yep, I can definitely say probably 6, 7, 2022, 7.15 p.m., walking the dogs, <laughs> and I knew, I had that feeling, I knew. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, there's no chance I'm making it, and I started to get cold. So it's the middle of the summer, I'm trying to shiver. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to really have time. Now I'm cold and I'm sweating. And uh, so I, call, I called my cousin. I was like, dude, I'm, going, I'm walking the dogs right now. I'm going to shit my pants. And my dog, I have to go through public areas and shit on the way home. So it's, it's not the easiest place to walk through with shit all over yourself. So I called my cousin. I was like, dude, I'm going to shit my pants. And he goes, dude, you're not this person. You're not the type of guy that shits himself in the middle of the street. And he talked to me the whole way home. And I made it. And I wow. thank him every day. I come to thank you so much. He talked me through the whole way. He's like, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. Because once you go down that road, there's no going back. And then you're going to just start doing it. Uh, you're right. It's so talked, true. He talked, he, talked to me, he talked to me for the whole walk home. And I made it home didn't shit myself. I was like, oh, God, thank God. But also, thank you. Billy Rajiri, shout out. He's never going to listen. <laughs> That's, what a good lifeline, by the way. At first, I was like, it's weird that you would call your cousin. But then, it oh, turned he's out. Always, yeah, he's my go-to. We, we're like brothers, basically. Okay, yeah. It's like, he was, he knew the million-dollar question on who wants to be a millionaire. Just don't yeah. shit your pants. It just like, don't shit But he it had was the, just the way he said it. The way he said, you don't want to be that person. I was like, you're right, I don't. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. I, I can tell you uh, uh, the time I do remember I shit my pants on purpose when I was a kid. <laughs> Dude, that is psychopathic. Okay, I was about probably three or four years old. And my we were at my older brother's uh, uh, little league game. And I kept tell, at telling my parents I wanted to go home. I didn't want to be there. I wanted to go home. They wouldn't leave, wouldn't go home. So I just shit my pants. So they were forced to take me home. Power move. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I pissed myself regularly during Coach Pitch Baseball. <laughs> Every single game. I would just piss my pants a little bit because I was, I was like six years old and there's just a lot of running and I was a fat kid. I didn't do a lot of running. You don't strike and, me as somebody who was not, you know, bad at baseball. You look like you were an athlete. I, a little bit, not at baseball. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, my head's kind of like, I don't know. I was, I was Believe like, me, I'm there. I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. No, Jacob, I'm gonna were, abandon were, that were bit. You th were you thick but quick when you were little? <laughs> no, dude. But it's like I, it, it took so long because, like, imagine six year olds trying to play baseball for two hours. Because and because oh. you know, so it was just, always the bigger kids that you know the kind of the heftier kids that were always like you know launching bombs out of the yeah. out of the park, you know. And then when they get to running, like even if they hit like an infield. And you know they're running. Nobody's gonna like get in front of them because you know like you got like a kid that's like. 150 pounds when he's like seven years old eight years old running at you you're not gonna try to stop him at home plate right. you're gonna get the hell out of his way but like i would get like stuck on like second base in the middle of the game and it's like 15 fucking minutes i'm stuck on base because it's goddamn six-year-olds playing 
So I just pissed my pants a little bit because I had to pee. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do to survive second base. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. dating advice. Do oh. what you got to do to survive second base. Yeah. Piss and yourself just a little just bit. Don't, yeah, just a little bit, and you'll you'll get through second base. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't round third with pissing your pants. You're fucked. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That that's a good preventative measure. Piss yourself yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, especially if you're afraid of getting fucked for the first time. If you're a little bit afraid, just pee a little bit, and you're good. She won't want to have sex with you anymore. Right. I mean, it, uh, and this doesn't work for women, because men have no standards. If men's taking the pants off and they smell a little bit of pee-pee, they're like, I'm this like, close. I feel like that's a rape rule. Like, if you're getting raped, just pee your pants. Guys won't want to have sex with you. And I was like, the, no, rapists don't care, dude. Challenge it's accepted. The, the way that guys work, it's like if a guy is pulling down a girl's pants and a fucking dick pops out, I'm going to think I've already made it this far. Yeah. Like, it's just this is what we're going to do now. I'm sure I've made it this far. <laughs> There's no going back now. I'm gay. No, that's no, no. What guys the dick, there's definitely still a chance to turn back, Jake. No, there's not, dude. <laughs> there's really not. I've already made it when this far. When the dick flops out, that's still the opportunity. You still are at the crossroad. You can go down the ominous path or you can just turn around just i'm not that it. strong of a man i'm not that strong of a man um, hey, hey you push forward one foot in front of the other i like it it's admirable keep fucking going dude <laughs> but gonna, um it's gonna make you successful in life You're absolutely yeah. it's like i mean the the most successful people in life definitely suck dick <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's just, like, if I put that in my resume, I'll get any job I ever apply for ever again. Put that on LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah, dude, put it on LinkedIn. Sucks dick for money. Like, hell yeah, dude. Guess what the workforce is? Sucking dick for money. Nine to five, baby. You're a company man, brother. Oh, man. Fucking A. I wonder if... What uh, a dark turn this has taken. Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> I was literally thinking, like, yeah, you pull down pants and a dick flops out. You could turn around and go home. And then it's like, nope, we're sucking it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we're sucking well, it, bro. Hey, but I'll, I, I'll, I'll take the journey. I'm just not going to, you know, I'm not going to like it. I'm just like, I'll, I'll read the book, but I don't want to finish it. Just got to write the book report later. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like women are like, the exact opposite where if they're pulling a guy's pants down and they smell just like a teensy bit of pee pee or poo poo they're like no abort mission he's got streaks in his underwear this i'm not going any if i smell shit ever i'm out i'm done well i'm out it depends on the activity i don't give a fuck if i'm even fucking you or not we're like changing in the same room and i smell shit no no what what if it's like reverse girl sitting on your face no nope. butthole uh-huh. right uh-huh. on nose. Uh-huh. Dude, she will hit the ceiling how hard I push her off of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. No. I'm, I, I, honestly. How dude, did I'm we get here? I, I'm disgusting <laughs> as fuck, but I'm so afraid of getting pink eye. I just don't want. Don't oh, want that's what it anywhere is. Anywhere near that's me or my mouth. I don't want shit near my dick. I don't want shit anywhere on me or near me. Yeah. belongs in a place you do not want to be an emt or a nurse then because <laughs> no, no, right absolutely not i just spent some time in the hospital and listened to the nurses deal with the dude in the room next to me and that that oh man i can't even we're not i don't give a dude believe what you want about covid all that shit discredit fucking first responders all that jazz. do whatever you want but nurses they were heroes long before oh yeah COVID happened. yeah they're dealing for with sure. shit on a daily basis i'd hear the doctor just go oh call a nurse and yeah. he leave well, anybody at the lower rungs of the the medical industry from the nurses down the nurses down to the the orderlies you know and then you have the ems with the paramedics and emts it's just like they just deal with gross shit all day because i was an emt and i had to deal with gross shit all the oh, time imagine yeah, one of my best friends was an EMT for a little while, and uh, then be- then went you know went the firefighter route. But the shit I would hear from us, man, I you know I was waiting to hear nightmare stories, like an eyeball hanging out. Or something oh, I've crazy. I've seen all of it. You know, I've seen brains and <laughs> and That's insides so cool. on the outside. So, and then you've also seen fat people shit themselves and 
like, carry them back to the plane. <laughs> I actually had a 600-pound lady cause me to uh, tear a muscle uh, off of my rib cage once. <laughs> okay, nope, nope. Uh, us, in, us in 10 years, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had to take this lady uh, from... She had to be moved from uh, the assisted living to uh, the, the hospital because she was having heart palpitations or whatever. And so we go get her, and we had the, the, the fire department was there too. And, you know, when you have somebody that big, you have this big, like, leather, what's, it's like canvas, like a canvas tarp thing that you have to basically yeah. make a burrito out of them as yeah. you, so they can fit on the gurney. And we were Tasty. going to put the gurney up into the back of the ambulance, and I was lifting up on it, and I hit the button for the legs to come up so we could sh- uh, shove it in there. And the fire to fire to uh, firefighters let go before I could <laughs> get it in there, and I was holding her up by myself for like a good three to five seconds while uh, I had a muscle was being torn off of my rib cage in the back. <laughs> I was out of work for like six weeks on workman's Good comp. Good for you for holding her up. Well, if I'd have let her drop, she'd have went straight to the ground and probably well, would have yeah, fell on I top of me. I'd sacrifice my career before I let my <laughs> muscle rip off my ribs like that. You're a hero. <laughs> right. I would just <laughs> be like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, no, I quit. I'm done. Because as wrong, soon as they let go, they, they let go and started walking off, and I'm like, help, help, help. <laughs> Oh man, how long were you in EMT? Uh, a little about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's all I could what take. You, <laughs> Couldn't take anymore. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys do now? Is this is uh, like comedy, the podcast, all that? Yeah, this way you guys. Uh, yeah, I do comedy podcasts. My my day job is actually I'm, I do like uh, I do screen pin, screen printing and graphic design. That's what I do oh. for day job. Yeah, I look at kids. <laughs> Seriously, that's what he does. That's what I, I do, it, and I'm wait. I'm just waiting for the real one. <laughs> no, it's pretty much my job. I'm a, I'm a director at a summer camp. Oh, sick! Yeah, that so was just one of my favorite jobs working at a camp. Really? Yeah, because I get to look at kids. I know, right? <laughs> I- illegally. Yeah. Oh, for me, it was daily, every summer, <laughs> counting down the days. I don't see those buses anymore. I've never been to camp. Ever in my life. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I was poor. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> shit. I, I mean, there was, like, free camps all the time. Like, I went to the YMCA camps and shit. Like, the, you know, the place where parents just drop their kids off and hopefully an adult takes over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says YMCA, so it's like a parking lot, so it's real. But you just, they say, go follow the other kids. Nah, right. That was yeah, it. The- I was like, I was sick. Oh, YMCA camps are so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe I blocked out bad memories. I always had such a fun time. But again, I where I grew up in, uh, I grew up in North Kingstown, right now, which has a reputation of being like, uh, like upper middle class. Mm. But it was like every all my friends always were like hoodlums, <laughs> like yeah, not, not real. You know what I mean? Like, but just still like little white hoodlums running <laughs> around, fucking doing stupid shit. Full troublemakers. Was with them. <laughs> So we were sinking canoes, you know what I mean? Tipping over fucking uh, latrines, doing dumb shit. And so camp yeah. was fast. But I don't think I ever did anything that I was supposed to at camp. Like, to earn, you know, if there was an activity or somewhere, like, nah, we're going to go fuck around in the woods and shit. And the counselors were just happy about it. They were like, yeah, fuck them. We don't want them. Like, the other kids are here to do shit and learn shit, team building and stuff. Let them go off and fucking throw rocks at each other for a while. And it was, <laughs> yeah. And it was the best, some of the best times of my life. You know? See, I used to, I used to watch movies when I was a kid, you know, back in the eighties, there would just be all kind of movies about how, about how great summer camp is. Like there's always movies about summer camps. Yeah. And... Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Summer camp's great. Ernest yeah. goes to camp, you know, that type of stuff. <laughs> and it always looks so cool to go to camp like meatballs things like that but i never got to actually go to camp as a kid so what'd you do in the summer played video games hung around the house that kind of stuff oh, that's pretty cool too i never got video games i wasn't allowed they were too violent really right yeah i grew i have a hippie ass mom man 
a hippie mom and a lieutenant colonel for a dad. So wow. he's just like, what she says is right. And she's like, none of this. I couldn't have, you know, I hid my paintball gun from her for like six years. <laughs> Even if she, if, fuck, if she listens now and finds out about that, she's going to, I'm going to get a phone call. <laughs> you know, you seriously had one. Like my, I was just, I was lying on the podcast. I just met these guys. I didn't know them. I'm making it up. Just trying to seem cool, mom. I was right. just trying to look cool in front of my mom, friend. I'm just trying to be cool in front of my new friend. Mom, come on, no. <laughs> and you guys will get an email. Ugh. Right. So yeah, it's not gonna be good. But that's how it was. So it was. I never really, you know, video games. If I was lucky enough to get one, it was always two years early or not early, late. So I got the Xbox, and everyone's getting the Xbox 360. You know what I mean? Right. I get yeah, Halo One when everybody's playing Halo Three on a different thing. So it didn't really game video games never really uh, took up much of my time. I had a big in or out room. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. That that that's under the blank stare. The in or out rule. Like I'm just taking rule. it all in. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. First thing in the morning, it was in or out. You make your decision. Uh, you in, you're inside. If you decide out, you're outside. So there's like memories where I just, you know, yell into my sister through the window, like, "Can I? Can you have a? Can I have a glass of water?" And my sister's like, yeah. "Mom says use the hose you picked out today." That was a sick. <laughs> All right, I'm out. And uh, you can't do that anymore, though. No, that like, sounds very '80s. I mean, shit. I grew up in the. Most of my growing up was early 2000s. I was born in 1990, so I'm 30 now. But even then, it was like, nobody gave a shit. There's a go out, go have fun, meet people. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> go meet people. But yeah. that's, that's the safest thing for you to do is to just go meet as just many ride, people. Ride your bike until you see six or more bikes parked somewhere and then see what they're doing. I feel like this was the period of time where they, like, they knew where the pedophile house was, so they just told the kids to stay away from the pedophile yeah. instead of vice versa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we also didn't talk to fucking strangers. If, like, yeah. a, dude, if a dude ever came up to us, we'd call him a fucking or rocks at him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, we don't fucking know you. Get the fuck away. We're fucking eight playing football. Who are you? Like, no. But we, you know, that was just what it was, though. You had a little gang. You know? Right. It was, I don't think anybody ever got kidnapped in my neighborhood or i bet you people i'm insulted i wasn't <laughs> i'm i that was see, a good looking little kid i'm not that, i'm not like i'm not great now but like i was cute <laughs> right for a kid you were yeah. you know ron howard for crying out loud jesus christ i might as well have been macaulay Culkin. better looking better looking dude i um the one kid that went missing from my neighborhood i felt kind of jit because he he didn't get touched or anything he just died jesus <laughs> why'd you feel jit i don't know because i just felt like it's like oh finally like you know there's fucking people kids getting kidnapped and uh no he didn't even get kidnapped he just died wait a minute hold on i I need you to start the story over. The kid got kidnapped and then died. No, he he didn't get kidnapped. He just he just died, and everyone's oh. like, "Oh my god, he got kidnapped!" So you just had a kid in your neighborhood who died. Yeah, basically, his cousin. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, his cousin killed him. Whoa! Jesus. He beat no, wait, him. There's, there's got to be more to this story, Jacob. So they were they were playing a game of basketball, and the kid won, and his cousin beat him to death with a rack of horseshoes. So literally, what the fucking kid happened? Now? dead no i know the other one you fucking <laughs> guy <laughs> in jail for the rest of his life no at 17 yeah, dude. no he was older oh okay he was older he, oh, he okay. was an he was like an adult is just like there was something fucking wrong with him so he wanted to like go play with his kid cousin and then his kid cousin would beat him at something and so he just fucking killed his kid cousin that's a nice uh it's a real nice nice turn for the listeners yeah, I, I really, know. This podcast has gone to some dark places. If you guys are, uh, if you guys are into murder, <laughs> welcome to Open Micers True kid. Crime Corner. Hey, they say you can't make dead kids funny. I say challenge accepted. Jacob Craig gets just thrown a blob up, and I gotta take a swing, <laughs> just like he did at that dead kid. 
<laughs> and there it is. Dunk. Wow. Yeah, this is quality podcasting. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is real good stuff. We went from shit in our pants to dead kids. We're really so muffaladas, huh? <laughs> right, I, J- Jason. I feel like a lot of stuff happened in your neighborhood because you grew up in, in like the '80s. Uh, I mean, we just did normal shit uh, around the neighborhood. We had this dirt pit near where I lived that we would go play in. Like we would just like you know jump. We'd take our bikes into this big dirt pit and just raise hell in there you know like doing huge jumps and things like that that reminds me of my my fondest memories of playing organized baseball was there was just this giant fucking mound of red dirt on one of the fields and whenever we were done with practice the coaches would say go play on the dirt hill (laughs) and we would just go and we would play king of the hill on the dirt hill where if, if you don't know what that is Someone stays on top of the dirt hill, and you got to get that guy down. And if you're on top of the dirt hill, you got to stay on the dirt hill. So you just fucking beat the shit out of kids on a dirt hill for like 30 minutes. It was the best time. That was always the best game. Kill the carrier, all that shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Just break someone's fucking nose because you want to stay on top of a dirt hill. (laughs) (laughs) It's lucky. We had a dirt pit as well. But uh, our dirt pit was like uh, when we got older. Everybody had dirt bikes. I wasn't allowed to have one. Though I'd just go out there and hang out, watch everybody ride around. But that was the best times. We didn't have shit. It was better that way. And we had the ability to have shit. It was just what, you know what I mean? We didn't grow up poor. We were just like, nah. We just didn't spend much time at home or much time doing anything. But where, uh, so you, where are you guys? You guys are both from Mississippi? Yeah. The Gulf, oh, yeah. Gulf Coast. Born and raised? Yep. Oh, yeah. Hi. Right. So uh, are you guys in the same room? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same room as you, Ben. And we have a great revelation here on Open Microsoft. Well, I was wondering how you got. I w- I've been listening to your guys' podcast, and I was just wondering how, how this all went down, where you guys were set, what the setup was, how you guys were doing it. But uh, no, it's I, all I live seems, about. It all seems perfect. I love it. Thanks, man. I, I live about 30 minutes away from Jason. Oh, nice. Eh, not even that. I'd say 15. It's like, well, you live right by my work, so it's about 25 with no traffic. Hmm. See, Jacob, Jacob's the, I actually live in civilization. Jacob oh. lives, like, out in the, the, the yeah. freaking sticks, man. Picture Mississippi, that's where I live. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Picture right now. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's all racist and meth heads where we are. Like, oh. oh, yes, dude. <laughs> Bancleave, Mississippi is a fairy tale land that lives 30 years in the past. I want to go there and ride the bus. No, you no, don't. We don't have, we we don't don't have, have the bus. We have a bus. <laughs> we have the buses bus in the city. Here, <laughs> Not where Jacob lives. Buses. Uber won't come out here. Freaking, yeah, I was going to say, like, here. Lyft and Uber won't even go out to where you live. They're like, fuck that. <laughs> because they know they won't make it back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Like, if you go out to Jacob's house in the dark, like, it's one of those those drives you make out in the middle of nowhere where there's, like, not a street light for, like, miles and miles. Yep. Right. And then eventually you'll just see me, like, in the road shirtless with a hot dog. Like, where you going, bud? <laughs> like, that's, ride. That's, that's what this place is. Yeah. We got a little area like that here called Richmond. Uh, I lived there for six years. Again, couldn't get an Uber. Uh, I couldn't get an Uber to pick me up, but I could get Ubers to drop me off. But I wouldn't even make them drive down my road. As it would be about like another three miles to get to my house, but there's no lights, nothing, and it's just woods on either side on a mm-hmm. dirt road. And you'd get like a female driver or just like some little dude. And I'm like, dude, just you can just let me off here. I'm not going to make you do this. And the amount of gratitude I would get from these drivers was insane. Like, thank you so much. I yeah. Oh my God! I did not know what to think. I was like, "It's fine. I get it. It's that's, fucked." That's good because don't take this the wrong way. But you look like the kind of person that would give an Uber driver longitude and latitude to take them into the woods and kill them. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> been there. Like you would give them coordinates and then oh, <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> Wait, so 
You said don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> hey, ben, don't, ben, don't take this the wrong way. You look like a fucking murderer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Believe me. How I are you supposed to take that? Uh, I'm, I take, I'm well, I take it as a compliment. My girlfriend calls me a little bitch all the time. So I'm like, all right. At least I. At least he thinks I look like I look scary. Right. <laughs> it was like there's there's definitely because Ted Bundy was potential. supposed. Ted Bundy was supposed to be, you know, pretty handsome. So they're like, you're like, you're kind of like Ted Bundy. Like, all right, thanks. That's, well, kind, I, that's, that's kind of you. I didn't yeah. say I wanted to fuck him. I said he looked like you'd kill an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah. That, that no. came out of your mouth. I'm more like a gentle Freddy Krueger. Like, not much to look at, but I'm a, I'm a sweet guy to most people in general. Right. Try to, try to be polite. Again, I grew up with a military dad, but in the long run, I'm just a sarcastic piece of shit in general. Just I've always I can't stop making fun of everything I see. It's right. Just, I can't. I have no filter. So, you know, did you like, like? Did you like have to stand at attention at breakfast? Like, no. It was more just. Uh, oh, I mean, you're you're on the right track. Very similar, yeah. but like, I didn't have to stand at attention at breakfast. But like, like uh, I had, you know, I would have chores. I would have projects. Uh, constant and like we all you know wherever we live we moved a lot so but wherever we lived was always you know everything spread out apart so i you know i could ride my bike to see anybody and you know i would get uh i would get called in from like a neighbor or a friend's mom or something like that and like ben your dad's on the phone i gotta run up and i know it's because i fucking did something and uh get the call like ben you didn't fold your towel into thirds to put it on the towel rack because if you fold your towel in half two towels can't fit on the towel rack even though there's another fucking towel rack that but that one doesn't get used that one's for other people so there's one towel rack and we have to fold our towels into thirds keep it on that towel rack so that two towels can fit there so i have to ride my back fifth oh sorry back like 15 fucking miles back home refold the towel do it again it was very you know you get project to clean you know today your project is cleaning this back and if it wasn't right it wasn't right you know that's basically all it was it was it was uh when i misbehaved he was lenient but it was like the responsibilities had to be taken care of so if responsibilities weren't done there is no leniency but if they're done you know, and then the cops bring me home. He would just be like, I saw you mowed the lawn today, and you bagged all the grass, and put it where it was supposed to be. You're only grounded for a little while. Hmm. <laughs> it's not going to be all, it's not going to be a month or anything. I was like, sick. That's awesome. What, he, always, he, want, he wanted me to be a regular human. What, did, what, he, what rank you know, did you say your dad was? What, what branch of the military was he in? I was army. He was a lieutenant colonel with the Corps of Engineers. Wow! So he, um, he he didn't like push you to try to be in the military or anything. He never pushed. He was a West Point graduate. Uh, so he he went. He was he's been in the army since he was eighteen years old. Uh, he was a West Point grad. Uh, then he went to Stanford and uh, did some teaching there. Uh, but then fell into the Corps of Engineers with the army got to travel the world and all that jazz and then i got so i got into west point i got into stanford and i got in uh every college i applied to i got into and my dad i i showed my dad my acceptance letters and he goes oh quite frankly i'm surprised (laughs) i was like yeah thank you that was nice uh i chose I chose not to go to West Point, which he didn't say it, but I could see it. It was like not really like you know the best thing for him to accept. Uh, I I should have just told him I was gay, and uh, then I didn't go to I didn't go to Stanford. And then I just didn't go to college at all, and he thought I was going to be a loser. He didn't again. He never told me this, but I could. It was the you know he. When you're in the military, you don't hide, you can't hide your emotions. Isn't you know what I mean? You can see them spelt out on his face. I was like, ah, shit, fucking let him down. Uh, but then I got a job as a carpenter, and 
you ever like fall into something mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit, I'm good at something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just didn't, you never knew it. You never thought it, but you're like, oh crap, I'm actually good at this. Yeah. I, I got, so I, I fell into carpentry at uh, 18, sweeping floors and learning. Uh, I worked with a very small crew, but we worked on very high end homes. So I was forced to learn very quickly. And he was very, he, he uh, was extremely proud of uh the work i was doing and especially when i got better now i'm a um uh like a foreman we we call it a lead carpenter yeah all right so i'm running crews building million dollar homes or a part part of building million dollar homes you know what i mean i'm not doing it by myself but got a lot of people helping but he's uh extremely proud of that loves my comedy career Loves that I got into it and loves that I started following that and pushed for it. So he's been, he's actually one of my biggest supporters right now with comedy, which you wouldn't expect from a guy like him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what's it like to I have the supportive parents of a comedy career? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm very, I'm extremely lucky that both my parents love that I'm doing stand up comedy. Like, my mom's the one who pushed me into it. And, you know, she'll, she bring, she, she goes to every single show I do. Brings all her fucking friends. So I got, you know, a little group of old ladies watching me at some point in some corner. And uh, my dad comes to every show, like any uh, bigger show. You know, I tell him, I was like, don't bother coming to the bar shows, none of that. Just when I have like a real place, go to there. So he goes to all those shows, but uh, he actually likes my stand up, which is surprising because I go down a darker road. Uh, you know, I'm, big, I'm a big fan of like Louis C.K. and Tom Segura and I, I I tend to go on like a little darker side of things than they do, but my dad's not that type of comedy fan, but he still supports everything, still follows through with it. He's a good dude, um, and I just got I got very lucky that they were willing to, you know, at least uh, be okay with it, considering all the choices I made that were wrong. It was yeah. like every time I had a path to choose, I would choose the wrong one, and they're still there, so that's <laughs> cool. Well, the path the paths you take bring you to where you are now, so I yeah. guess, which is still fucking nowhere. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, awesome. but you're you're still but taking love, paths. At least, though, I'm, man. at least I'm happier. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, hell yeah, this is great. But the uh, I'm open. Some I'm hoping comedy becomes the thing. And, yeah. Uh, you know, but I I push really hard at it. I'm, and I'm just grateful that I've gotten where I am with it. But I, I'm. You know, you get to do some shows here and there outside of my own state, but it's still pretty local. You know, Northeast, I've you know, gone down to, I did a show in Zanies in Nashville, but that was, uh, I had a friend who knew the booker, got me a spot, a little five-minute spot opening uh, for John Reap, which was uh, awesome. It was just a cool little thing to just tell people I did, but it was still what it was. I'd like to be known. Yeah. You know, I, I constantly do shows and. Uh, when I do well and people come out and just like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm me. I don't know. I don't promote well. I, uh, I'm trying to find somebody to run my fucking social media or something, or at least learn how to use it right. Yeah. Social media is so, such a, uh, I hate doing social media. It's yeah, so... dude. Fuck social media yeah. and also follow Open Micro's podcast on Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, yeah, all those. <laughs> I need, I need it. It's the only way to get my shit out there. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to, to have it these days. So. Yeah. I'm not it's, Facebook it's... fluent though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to use it. Use it. Well, that's, right. that sucks. Cause Facebook is like, it's not even the thing anymore to promote. Oh, Twitter's a big one. And Instagram. Yeah. It's the like, Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok are the big ones. The ones that are like the fucking hardest to use have the most users and they have the the um furthest reaching algorithm. Yes. Yeah. Don't so, even bother with Facebook because Facebook is just like boomer MySpace these days. Yeah, dude. Facebook <laughs> is MySpace, dude. Oh fuck, I'm a boomer now. <laughs> Everything I do I post on Facebook and shit. And my girl's like, it's not my my girl tells me, she's like, all the shit you're posting, it's not working. And I was like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> but she's been telling me to get on TikTok for so long. I'm like, all right, I just fuck. I either got to get with it or I'm gonna lose it. I'm just trying. It's just 
I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a nineties kid. You know what I mean? I was taught reading books is gay. You right. know, I'm, I'm going to get involved in TikTok and do all that. I, well, I you got to give me a minute You know, I got to get used well, to it. What I want you to do is I want you to burn this podcast onto a CD and then <laughs> I want you to go to an empty parking lot and hand it out to everyone walking by. Is Benjamin Palm on Open Micro's podcast? And then if you, if maybe that'll help you with your promotion, if you just, you know. You know what's funny is I posted that, uh, I shared your post with me on it on my Facebook, and there was uh, one like, who's my girlfriend, and one comment, who's my mom. So I feel, I feel hey, like I'm well, on the tell road. them hi like for us. <laughs> That's one rung of the ladder. You know what I mean? I got my girl, my right. mom on my side, yeah. and I'm just going to keep pushing ahead. Look, maybe my dogs will like it next. That's two new listeners for us. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and they're, they 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 hear really well. Good. Uh, yeah. Good. Your mom hears well. Your mom's doing good. <laughs> I'm, I was thought you were talking about the dogs. <laughs> oh no, I thought I thought you were talking about your mom. It's like oh, my no, mom no. hears no, mom, really well. Oh, actually, if she's uh, no, my mom can't hear for shit. And uh, Melissa, you're an old lady. <laughs> I remember, you're an old lady. Stop playing pickleball. Stop doing what you're doing. You're gonna get hurt. Listen to the podcast while you still can. <laughs> are there um uh, are there eggs in a pickleball? Sorry, are there eggs in a pickleball? No, but fucking uh, oh, do you guys have pickleball, in Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. We, yes, Whatever. we do. Because I make pickleball. No, we don't, dude. I make pickleball t-shirts all the time at work. Dude, I'm wearing one right now. Super fun activities club, baby. The fuck Rep is a pickleball? Well, you take a pickle and you throw it back and forth, and whoever drops it has to eat it. Oh shit, dude! That sounds like <laughs> the worst plot of the best porn ever. <laughs> well, then you get a racket too, and you had to whack the pickle into yeah. the other person's mouth. So yeah, you, you would, have to whack I would the pickle. Pay, I'd pay <laughs> a lot of money to get my really pickle whacked. Whack I'd the pickle. My, I'd and... pay a lot of money to get my pickle whacked by some old ladies. Um, <laughs> On that note, guys, we've uh, we've been running for about an hour, so it's time. Holy shit, it's been an hour. Yeah, to wrap this shindig up. Uh, ben Pollum, everybody, where can people uh, find you? You said you're not strong with the social media. Well, where can people, so if where can looking, people find you, yeah, if you're looking, any of my dates are going to be on Ben Pollum is not funny on uh, Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Less Ground. Any dates I have is going on there. Uh, but the big show, if anybody in Rhode Island is listening to this, come out to uh, the Courthouse Center for the Arts. It's a nonprofit uh, establishment, but it's my first headlining show. And we are, I mean, shit, it's on August 5th, but I, I'm not sure if we've sold out yet. I got to check. But if we haven't, please get your tickets and good luck trying to get in at the door because it's going to fill up. Uh, I got a lot of support out there especially for this one um you know i got a lot of love for all the local people in rhode island who have supported me and who are coming to this show because it's gonna make me a little bit of money i like it and uh the comics who i'm performing with shiv patel and alan moreau uh and kim arundel are some of the best comics that i've ever performed with uh they're better than i am uh so please come out see it it's gonna be a good show and uh, i think that's all yeah that's it Awesome. All right. Well, it was a it was a blast having you on, man. Uh, hey, it was good I, talking to you guys. You're cool people. Thanks, man. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. Uh, I just want to re- remind our listeners before we go that we actually have two contests running right now for Open Micers Podcast. One contest running until July 31st. Uh, if you leave us a review, a five star review on any podcasting platform, and write a little funny note, the funniest note will win a free sticker. That's right. If you write a funny note, the funniest note for a five-star review in our podcast, we'll win a free sticker. Winner will be announced on August 1st. If also you get a until... tattooed on you, I'll give you 10 bucks. Oh, if you get a tattooed on you, I'll give you all four of our free t-shirts. <laughs> all four of our t-shirts. And, don't, and t-shirts. it's not just the sticker. If you leave a, if you leave the five-star review, send us a, a screenshot or whatever of your, your written review and send it to us. You're going to win a sticker pack, not just a sticker. Sticker Ooh. pack. Free sticker pack. Yeah. Uh, also run into July 31st. Winner will also be announced on August 1st. We are uh, up for best local podcast from the WXXV Viewers Choice Awards. 
So Jason, uh, extra work for him. He's going to put that link in the description. Click that link. Great. Vote for Open <laughs> Micers for Best Local Podcast. Send us that screenshot. I will enter you in a raffle to win some free Open Micers merch, and the winner will be announced on August 1st. That's Fantastic. right. Free Open Micers merch, and you can do it every single day until July 31st. So you can do it every single day until July 31st. Send me all those screenshots, and you will be entered every single time you send me a screenshot. And I hope that we are your viewer's choice for Best Local Podcast. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it, Jason. All right. Well, if you want to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We are at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram, openmikers.com. Takes you straight to our brand new website. And also, uh, go to Patreon where you can support us at patreon.com slash ompodcast. Thank you, guys, and we will see you next week. I want a fucking muffalata now.